Hey, Slingers, welcome back to another week of the Word Slinger podcast. And this week we're talking with Jenny Nash from Author Accelerator about reading books all day and getting paid for it. Stick around. Hey, how you doing on money? I know that's a touchy subject, but uh, I got something that may help you out. See, I'm using an app called Acorns. and It helps me manage some investing, uh, put some money back, get a little interest. It's kind of nice to watch my money grow. So I want to share that with you. Go to kevintumlinson.com slash acorns and you'll get some free money. See you there. It's the Word Slinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand. Write your book. Redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours now? Here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the Word Slinger. Word Slinger. Well, I am Kevin Thompson, the Word Slinger, and I am I'm so glad that you have uh, tuned in today. Uh, we, we, you know, we we've got a lot. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> we've gotten through uh, in the U.S. Here, we've gotten through the Thanksgiving holiday um, with all the family and friends and the uh, overeating uh, obesity day. It should be called. <laughs> I think I put on like 10 pounds uh, just in the, the one week period that we were celebrating with family. Um, that was a long, <laughs> I love my family. I love Kara's family. I love spending time with everybody. Uh, but that was a long week <laughs> of, of overeating and uh, overindulging. Um, I was really, I was really ready to get back to work, really. Um, so here we are, though. We're coming up on the Christmas holiday now. This is such a busy time. I mean, such a chaotic, hectic time, which is why you don't see as many uh, Wordslinger podcast episodes during this this time of year. You know, I like to be authentic. Uh, maybe you could call me just ill prepared, <laughs> but I don't. I try to uh, record my episodes on the week they're going live. Um, you know, the thing is, though, I, I got no real excuses. I could totally do this. I, I've got. Uh, all the resources to just sit and quickly record an episode. I've got all the interviews already in the can. Uh, so for those of you who are uh, you know out there asking like where's the where's the current episode because I had quite a few people uh, asking about it uh, prior to last week's episode, but uh, <laughs> I have no real excuse. So keep bugging me. If you keep bugging me, I may change my ways. I may get better. That's how I get better. <laughs> Anyway, um, so today I got a great guest. I'm talking to Jenny Nash. Now, uh, she is the CEO of Author Accelerator, and she's also the author of uh, a new upcoming book, Read Books All Day and Get Paid For It, uh, and it's about book coaching. The Business of Book Coaching is the subtitle, Um, and I do quite a bit of book coaching right now, uh, mostly with draft to digital but I'm doing some stuff on the side, uh, talking to authors about, you know, the basics, you know, the getting, getting into it, getting into a daily writing routine, you know, all the stuff around my 30 day author, uh, uh, work, um, and the stuff that, you know, uh, me and Roland Denzel are actually working on some things that we're going to start opening up more opportunities for you to talk to me and him about author, um, business, about the, uh, the whole idea of, 
uh, you know, how do you structure this thing? How do you, uh, how do you handle marketing? How do you handle the daily routines? Uh, how do you stay organized? How you do research? I mean, we're, we're going to start answering a lot of those questions. We're doing webinars and things like that. Uh, so that stuff combined with the webinars and the coaching I'm doing with draft digital combined with half a dozen other things right now, it all feels kind of chaotic to me, but I'm starting to see a trend. Uh, I'm starting to see a, a thread, uh, in that I actually do enjoy talking to and working with the author community, uh, and figuring this stuff out. So if you are looking for, uh, some coaching, and you are, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to, maybe you're trying to figure out how to start uh, in this business, or maybe you're figuring out how to get to another level in this business. Um, I think, uh, I think I'm getting to a point where we can, we can chat. <laughs> so, but uh, as a nod to that, and this was completely unconnected. Uh, Jenny Nash and I met at uh, San Francisco Writers Conference a couple of years ago, and it just so happens that she has a whole program, and the reason. She's kind of skipping the line right now. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm letting her. I'm, I'm not letting her. I am skipping the line on her behalf, uh, bringing this forward a little earlier than I would have, um, because she's got a program that's starting on January 20th, and it is uh, a summit that she's doing. It's free. Um, so, and I think that it might benefit a lot of my uh, listeners. So, and I'm going to give you the URL now, although we talk about it in the episode. But author accelerator dot com slash summit uh go sign up to uh attend this little uh summit that she's doing this is a week long it's a week of programming on book coaching is what she said so um i think it might be beneficial to you if you've ever thought about coaching yourself but just kind of getting some perspective uh on the background of this stuff might be useful to you as well so i, I wanted to put that out there first before we jumped right in that said, uh, I don't want to take too much time um, beforehand, but I do want to thank everybody for your emails and uh, for catching up with me at conferences. And you know, I've had a lot of people uh, swing by and tell me some really nice things, uh, say some really kind words uh, and supportive things, and I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, so thank you for all that. And all that said, let's hop right on in. To this week's Word Slinger podcast episode and my interview with Jenny Nash. Oh, one quick caveat. I was having some technical difficulties when, uh, when we were recording, kept freezing on us and kept dropping out. So I've had to kind of cut um, the episode up a little and there may be some blank spots here and there. So bear with us, but I wanted you to get the, the full gist of the interview. So here we go. See you on the other side. Hey everybody! Thanks for tuning in. Uh, now, I here's what's interesting about what I do. Uh, I travel. I go to all kinds of conferences all over the world, uh, and I meet some some pretty incredible people. Uh, and in particular, I meet a lot of folks who work in some aspect of this industry. And that is what happened with today's guest. I'm talking to Jenny Nash. There's a lot of ways uh, that Jenny and I are connected, but one of the first ways we met was at San Francisco Writers Conference about two, three years ago, I think. I'm not even sure at this point. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Now, okay, just the official stuff, Jenny. I'll throw it in there. Jenny Nash is the founder and CEO of Author Accelerator, a company on a mission to train book coaches to help writers write books worth reading. Uh, we're going to be talking to her about that and about her new book, 
read books all day and get paid for it, the business of book coaching. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to ironically, you know, we discussed this just before the uh, show, but I've got like back to back our author consultations all day today. Uh, so this is an ironic topic for me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a timely one, a timely talk. Do you tell people how to make money doing it? That's where I need to start upping my game. Like I always do a lot of these for free, so I need to start making some cash on this stuff. Oh, let's talk about that. Should we jump right let's in? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the show. Thank you Thank for you. being a Thank part of the Wordslinger podcast. So yes, let's jump right in. How does somebody make money reading books all day? So I want to talk about the money because I've been a book coach now for about 10 years. Right. And... I make multiple six figures as a book coach. And we at Author Accelerator, we recently did a poll of about 180 people who do this type of work. And I turned out to be one of the top paid people. And that's great for me. But what was horrifying <laughs> was the number of people who are not making very much money at it. And the more yeah. that we dug into it, the number of people who give their work away for free. And here I am talking to such a person. So <laughs> I don't give it all the way for free. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am obsessed with helping authors succeed. And so that sometimes trumps me charging them for it, I think. so. Okay, but so here's the thing. I'm obsessed with that too. And, and it is a, such a noble and good thing to be obsessed with. Because yeah. as you well know, the publishing industry is super fast changing all the time things it's pretty chaotic things come you know companies come they go trends come and go there's you know self-publishing wasn't even a thing basically when I started when I yeah. started book coaching like it it everything changes so fast and that combined with this pervasive myth that writers don't make money writers don't have money to spend to help themselves or invest in their careers this right. whole starving artist thing, this whole, you know, oh, we all just do this for love thing. And it makes me crazy because so many of the myths that I just spun off are not true. Yeah. Writers, a lot of writers do make money. A lot of publishers and publishing companies and people that are helping writers do make money. It's a big industry. Of, if, in it, if people weren't making money, it would not, it would not be so. Right. And so I am... I am kind of on a mission to, to change this and to help people who help authors with their writing, to help book coaches raise the bar, be more professional, ask for what you're worth, realize the value of what you're giving. So I, I want to talk about this all day long. <laughs> well, you're in luck. We can talk about it for at least 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I, you know, that's the thing. And then the sector of authors I tend to deal with um, are incoming. So how, how do you build a, pro well, I, I don't want you to give away the, uh, the store here, but you know, how would someone like me who deals with a lot of incoming authors who don't typically have any money, they're not making any money from the books yet. They may right. not even have a book yet. Right. Um, like where's the starting point of that? My, my trouble with, so I did author coaching for quite a while and right. charge, charge people money for it. But I never really managed to make it a viable business because I maybe I was overcharging, maybe I was underserving. I don't know. Uh, so I never, it never took off as a business for me. Now I do it as part of kind of other things. Right, so. right. So, I mean, the way that I like to think about it is, is this. The, there's this idea with writers that mm. this sort of 
lottery idea. Like I'm going to roll the dice and I'm going to, I'm going to get picked and I'm going to get picked either by um, a publisher, an agent and a publisher, or I'm going to get picked by readership out in the universe. And the, the thing behind that is, is that, and then I'll leave my day job. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, um, I'll get a movie deal with Reese Witherspoon and, and then I'll, you know, like whatever the thing is that, that the get picked mentality and that mentality is so pervasive that writers think that, that, you know, I'm just rolling the dice and, and it's like, they're holding their breath. They're not thinking of their own book and their own career as a viable business. And part of what I do is to help people change that mindset. Like what other industry, in what other industry would you bring a product into the world? And that product could be anything. It could be a podcast. It could be a service industry. It could be, you yeah. know, you're growing ferns to sell to people for their fern gardens. I don't know where that came from, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, like whatever business, nobody starts a business thinking I'm, I'm just going to get picked and and like lift right. it out of the despair of my day-to-day -day job by, by selling this thing to people. People don't think like that, but with yeah. books, they think like that. So part of the mindset is shift is helping them think, okay, like the, one of the first questions that I ask an author is what is your goal with this book? Mm -hmm. And if their goal with this book is I want to write something to leave a legacy for my kids and you know, I, I don't care if it sells, I don't care if it gets read beyond that. That person's not going to probably make any money off of their book. Right, right. But if they, most people are not going to say that, by the way. If they say, well, my goal is, you know, if you really can have an honest conversation with them, they're going to state a goal that has something to do with selling books. And so what I talk to them about is then, what do you need to invest in in order to make that come true in order to have a viable business model what skills do you need what support do you need you know the the business that you're in one of the businesses you're in is in helping people actually produce their book you can't yeah. actually produce a book and not invest money in that in that production there's right. a production cost so the same should be true with writing the book how are you going to learn how to write a book? How are you going to get the support you need to do it? How are you going to decide which publish, publishing path to go on? All of those things are investments in that outcome that they're trying to see. Right. So if you can get people to start thinking about their outcome, then you can start talking about the value that you might add to their process. And then that means you have to be really clear about what value you're adding and what you're actually doing for them. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right no i agree i agree what's so, that laugh about what was one that of the, one of the, no 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 one of the one of the things that always nails me is um i have all my little excuses lined up and then somebody comes along and pulls that peg and i can't use any of them uh that's good that's me that's exactly what that's supposed to be right and exactly. that's so what is that what author accelerator is about like tell me about author accelerator Yes. So I have been training book coaches. I've trained more than 50 book coaches okay. and um, certifying them. And part of that process is teaching them how to manage a, a writer's project with a project being the book, how to help that writer raise the bar of that writer, raise their, their own writing standards and skills, make a good publishing choice, 
um, the author accelerator is all about the development process. So once you get to the point where you're going to produce the book, you have to go to somebody like draft to digital or some right. other person that's going to, or entity that's going to help you produce the book. We don't do that, but we help people all the way up to that moment. And so I'm training book coaches to, to guide writers and to help writers think about how they're going to make money from their book. If they're going to make money for their book, you know, a huge part of what we do is burst people's bubbles, right? That if, if how hard it is to make money at a book, you've got to know that in advance and why you're doing it again, back to the goal of that writer and the goal of that book and, and really making a plan for it. And so I'm helping the coaches help the writers think through that process and think through what they're doing. And we're, we do that work in the context of helping them with the writing of the book. The first thing I'm going to say is, are you aware that for an unpublished writer with, with no platform to bring out a book of essays is the hardest possible thing in the world to sell? <laughs> That's the first thing that I would say, right? And they would, then, then they always come back to me and say something like, but um, Tina Fey did it or David Sedaris did it. Right. And, and it's like, well, yes, that's correct. But let's look at the hurdles that you might have getting to the marketplace with this book. I'm not trying to get them to write something different. I'm not trying to shoot down their dream. I'm trying to be realistic right. about it. And, right. and if they say to me, okay, what could, how could I shift this so that it might be viable for the marketplace? Then we might talk about their structure. We might go look at audiences who are buying books like that. We might try to find a way to bring that content to life in such a way that it is viable. So yeah. that's what I mean by being market focused. And if I'm going to do that, I, I've been in the publishing industry for more than 30 years. I've, I've helped a lot of people come to market. I've seen a lot of books. I'm going to charge for my expertise and my time. I'm not going to help that person out of the goodness of my heart. Um, which sounds super cold and calculating now that I'm saying that loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help that person if they're serious about reaching the marketplace. They're going to have to pay me to get my expertise. Yeah, and I, and again to draw on your earlier examples, I mean this is not an unreasonable ask when it comes to any other business. It's just for some reason, when it comes to businesses tied to people's dreams, right. uh, then all of a sudden we are cold, heartless capitalists. Uh, <laughs> right, so. and that's the thing that makes me crazy. And I mean, the other thing that makes me crazy is there are a lot of people out there who are preying on authors' dreams mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. desires. It's easy to do because you tell an author, I can, I can help you publish this book I, we could do it in 90 days. You could be a bestseller on Amazon and they're all like, here's my money. Right. Well, you know, guess what? I just published a book my own self and I put it on Amazon and I literally did nothing, literally nothing other yeah. than hit the button. And it came up as the number one new release bestseller in whatever category, literally not one book sale. And I, and I got that little Amazon bestseller flag. Yeah. And there are people who are, are selling that. Like, we have a strategy for, for your book becoming a bestseller on release day, and we'll help you with this strategy, and we'll put you through these paces. And people pay money for that because they don't know any better. Yeah. And that makes me crazy, too. So Yeah, same here. 
there's people that prey on authors' desires and dreams, and and I don't think it's right and fair. And so a lot of what I'm trying to do is tell them the truth. This is going to be long. It's going to be hard. And guess what? You're going to have to pay money. Let's talk about what you're going to have to pay to bring this book into the world. And do you want to do that? Right. Yeah. No, and it's interesting because I talk to people about this, this concept all the time in these coaching sessions, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, the, um, the very same ideas, because there is a hesitation among authors to do things like market themselves. Right. And, uh, you know, it's the exact same idea. You know, if I've, I wish I could remember the exact quote. I had a guest on the show, uh, several years, a few years ago now who said, um, that if you are building something that can help people, then it is your responsibility to, uh, to market it and to, in, in this case, to charge for the service. Like that's part of the responsibility because that's how you continue to keep being able to offer that, right? Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you, know, you mentioned other industries. Like if I, um, I mean, here's a perfect example. Um, my car, brand new, by the way, three days old. Um, my car was hit the other day. Somebody backed into the front mm. bumper. I was at a standstill, backed into the that front That sucks. Sucks so hard. So what do I do? I call my insurance, I get a tow truck. The, the tow truck guy drives it to the place. Do I have to pay the tow truck guy? Uh, yes, because yeah. <laughs> he's, he's saving my bacon from, it right. was raining, the car's in the middle of the intersection. So of course I'm going to pay the tow truck guy. Um, you know, then we take it to the body shop. You know, it's going to be $4,000 to fix the thing. Like all of those, those things are things that I need. They're solving a pain point of mine. And you don't question for three seconds that you're going to pay that fee because it's, you have this point of pain. I can't drive my car. My, my right. new car's busted. So we pay when we have points of pain and uh, writers have points of pain. They don't know things. You right. know things. You've been in this, you're inside this industry. You know exactly how it works. You've honed your skills and your expertise. They yeah. come to you. The reason you're having these calls is because they need your expertise and they have a pain they want to solve. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I start trying to talk to my coaches is what particular pain are you trying to help this writer solve? Is right. it, is it deciding on a publishing path? Is it making decisions about your investment towards that? Is it that the writing is not strong enough and needs to get better? Is it that you're getting rejected all the time out in the marketplace and you don't know why? Is it that your cover is bad? You know, there's a lot of pain points along the path. And if somebody is helping a writer solve those, those, that pain, they're adding value and should be paid for it just like the tow truck driver. No, no, you're, you're right. I think it's a kind of a supply and demand kind of thing. Um, you know, you can, it's easier to charge someone when they're kind of over a barrel. I'm, I'm that tow truck driver. You need this vehicle towed. Yeah. We both know you're going to pay me. <laughs> so that's it's a little different. That's what's interesting is one of the things that I guide people to do is to choose what pain point they're going to specialize in as a book coach, where are they going to help people and, and how are they going to frame that help? Because the writers are going to actually feel the same way as I did with my broken car. You know, if a writer's got a book that they're dying to get into the world, 
they're going to feel that same pain. And, you know, we talked at the beginning about how confusing this industry is. If you're outside of it, it, you know, how do you know what to do? How do you, how do you know what to pay? How do you, you know, there's a lot of confusion. So um, you didn't ask, but if you were to ask me how to convert these calls into paying, into paying customers, I would think of these consultation calls as okay, you're helping them for 30 minutes or, or an hour or whatever you're offering them right. and you're going to help them with some of their questions. I would think of them as uh, consultation calls to a service. So it's like, this is the way that I could help you. This is how the decision that is in front of you. I'm seeing that you have these choices and I could help you walk you through those choices and make a good choice. And then I could help you whatever the next step of the process is. And if you're interested in that, I have a service that we could talk about your signing up for. Yeah. So it would be, you can still help people out of the goodness of your heart. I, I do that all day long as well. Yeah. But, you know, like uh, the other day, I was talking to a woman who writes a column for Forbes um, magazine. And she wants to write a book. It's her second book. And she, she was trying to make a decision about agent or not agent on this, on this second book. And, and I got on the phone with her and, and had an hour long conversation. I was sending her links. I was sending her, you know, information. I was talking about money. I was talking about what it takes to find an agent, how much it would cost her to work on a nonfiction book proposal with somebody like me, how much time it would take. Like I was feeding her information. I was helping her and it was all in, insert in it that my intention was uh well this is probably going to shock you but the the service that i would have worked with her on is a twenty four thousand dollars service yeah. and that would be for a, a serious professional to get a non-fiction proposal that hopefully will get them a a, a book deal yeah. and um she turned it she she did not take it she did not go for it she decided that she didn't want to go for the agent route. She, that was not for her. She was horrified at the pros and cons when I laid them out of agent versus not agent. Yeah. And she opted out of the service that I was offering. So I spent a, an hour using my best brain work to help her, to help her decide not to use me. Yeah. And in, in my mind, that was a good use of time. I, I helped somebody. I helped her come to a good decision. I did good in the world. You know, I, I did not get the $24,000 client, but guess what? Next time I might, or next time I might. And yeah. so, you know, I think you can com combine the, the helpfulness with yeah. the money part. I, I think in scenarios like that, you could take that conversation boil it down to the points that were made and then you can create something that could simultaneously educate incoming authors who might have the same question and uh, help you nurture a mailing list for example so 100 percent, right yeah, you could totally turn that into a top of funnel offer 100 percent, and and i have so much free content i i have so much amazing resources on on my website people are welcome to come you probably do too you know, it's, it's that um, push and pull between offering something, but not offering everything. Yeah. And, and I think you're right. We, we tend in these realms that are about creative pursuits, we tend to diminish the, the value of the expertise and yeah. 
um, I want to change that. Yeah. Same here. I yeah. do want to change that. Yeah. Especially personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I would, here's what I would do with those calls. Just flip your mindset. Just think this is a consultation call for mm -hmm. a service that I could offer. Yeah. I'm going to help them on this call. I'm going to, I'm going to be generous and helpful and I'm going to, instead of giving all the answers away, think more in terms of framing the questions they have to ask. Yeah. Here are the questions that you need to answer. Here's the decisions you have to make. Here's a way that I could help you if you wanted to sign up for that service. Yeah. So does, does your program, I mean, speaking of markets, uh, does your program kind of arm authors the, or the coaches rather uh, with how they would market this service, how they reach these authors? Do you, uh, you offer yes. guidance in that? Yes, uh, I, I, I do. And I studied um, on my own personally a lot of marketing people and, and tried to adapt the, the best practices for book coaching in yeah. In my new book, which is called Read Books All Day and Get Paid For It, yes. I, go, I go way into the marketing and I've had a couple of other top coaches reviewing the book that's all happening right now because it's just come out and I had somebody say to me, Jenny's advice on marketing was so spot on that it made me laugh out loud. So um, I'm not going to tell you what that is. You'll have to read the book to get oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. I see how this works. <laughs> but I totally... <laughs> I totally help people do it. And here's, here's the key thing. It's not what you probably think it is. It's not take out an ad on this website or yeah. go to this conference and print out a bunch of swag or, you know, it's not that really what it amounts to is knowing what you're offering and who you're offering it for. Right. So I'm going to totally botch how he says it, but um, Seth Godin in his new book, this is marketing says something along the lines of marketing is about doing something that matters for people who care. Yeah. So that's, that's what I help people do is what are you doing that matters and who's going to care about that? So right. if you're somebody who's helping people at the very beginning of their book idea, going from idea to getting it on the page and, and helping them frame that the structure of their book, you could specialize in that point in the process and do really well because you would become known for that part of the process. You could become someone who specializes. I have a coach who wants to specialize in helping lawyers who want to write fiction. There's a yeah. lot of lawyers who want to write fiction. Yes. Yes. Like, what a cool niche, right? To, yeah. To be able to speak to a lawyer, to be able to help them translate the way lawyers think and speak and write, which is a very particular way. Um, I have another coach who's specializing in helping women break into the spe speculative fiction genre because it's very male dominated and her expertise is going to be that. So if she becomes known for that, everybody's going to send those writers to her because that's her. She's helping those people with that particular pain point. So right. that's what marketing in terms of book coaching is all about is becoming known for doing something really well that helps people at a place where they really need help. I think you just hit on something that has always uh, nagged at me, by the way, because there is, um, whenever I have uh, offered author coaching, 
Uh, now, right now I'm doing it through D2D. You know, we do our consultations, little free consultations. And it's, it's meant to help the people who showed up at our webinars and stuff. So I can't charge folks for that. And I'm not right. trying to. But um, when I've tried to add this in the past, there is always that problem of, you know, focus, right? Yeah. And there's that aphorism that if everyone's your customer, no one's your customer. Yes. Um, I think what you're saying here is that there's an opportunity if you are willing to focus on a specific aspect of this. Yes. So for me, I might, I might coach people in writing thrillers because right. that's what I write. Or right. I might coach them in, write, in uh, using, you know, I might pick something out. You know, write, you know, just the process of writing, like I could do all that, but that's too broad, too general. And that's probably one of the reasons why it never quite worked. I wasn't advertising or I wasn't marketing specifically enough. Right. So you, you can't make a business on um, even what you just said. I'm going to help people writing thrillers. Well, yeah. what people, what kind of thrillers at right. what point in the process? Have mm -hmm. they written a book before? Are they writing their second book? Are mm -hmm. they writing a series? Are, do they have a, a plan to write a book a year? Like you've got to really narrow down on what writer, where they are in the process, what they need. Right. You know, are you helping somebody write faster? Are you helping them write, like plot out faster? Are you helping them plot better? Are you helping them raise up their writing skills? Are you helping mm -hmm. them? Like, what exactly are you doing? So there's so many layers to figure out and, yeah. and just helping. So if you're on a, a, a consulting call with someone, and I'm sure you've been on a million of these calls, people are asking questions about all over the map, right? Yes, about yes. Marketing, about social media, about my website, about my book cover, about the production, about the time, about the cost, about the writing itself, about this and that. Like that's just scattershot yeah. advice. But if you're honing down to really say, I can help, if you're a thriller writer writing your first book, you've never done it before and you need to make X, Y, and Z choices, I can help you do that efficiently, effectively, and, um, you know, to help you toward your goal. Yeah. Now you've got a viable business. Yeah. So it's yeah. That, that is the, uh, ideal reader, uh, concept. That's the ideal yeah. reader, ideal customer concept. And, uh, I'm shocked that I never put it together. <laughs> well, you, you know, you hit <laughs> on something because it's what book coaches help writers do. Like if right. I'm working with somebody right now, um, who's writing middle grade fiction and she's actually a very successful nonfiction writer. And one of the things that I've become known for is helping successful nonfiction writers who want to switch. So I kind of have a specialty in that regard and I'm, I'm helping a woman writing a middle grade um, story. And she, she had, her story was a hot mess. Okay. So she came to me with a manuscript that just was all over the place and it had all these characters and all these ideas and all these themes and all this stuff. And you know, it's not going to work. And so part of what I did with her was exactly what we're talking about. Who do you want to reach? Who's your ideal reader? Yeah. You know, you can't, it's not enough to say an 11 year old girl. It's like an 11 year old girl who reads what and who does what and who's thinking about what and who cares about what. And we've really got to hone down on who that 11 year old reader is and what she cares about and what she needs in that book. Otherwise that book is not going to work. Exactly. So I, I do this with the writer and we need to do this with the people helping the writers too is, yeah. is, you know, what are, what is your gig? What are you doing to help people? Yeah. Uh, and as uh, that's what's funny is here's what you always come back to. There's sort of universal pieces of advice 
that fit no matter what industry you're in. Uh, if you're an author, it's no matter what genre you're in. That's this seems to be one of those pieces is to identify the specific reader slash customer you're trying to reach. Um, we are we're at time, so uh, which is unfortunate uh, because I'm enjoying this quite a bit and I'm getting a lot out of it personally. Um, those are always the toughest interviews to end, but I appreciate I you. Back. <laughs> well, we'll get you back on now. Before I um, before we drop out of here, I did want to say uh, you have uh, coming up January twentieth, twenty twenty. You have a summit coming up. You want to talk about that for just a second? I would love to. I'm doing a free week of programming about becoming a book coach, and I've got fifteen killer experts who we have conversations and take you through everything from how to market how to make money, what book coaching really is, how it works. And that you can find all the information at authoraccelerator.com slash summit. So that's authoraccelerator.com slash summit. And it's free. It's a week. It's January 20, 2020. And I would love to have people come. And if you can't make it, we'll be sending out those recordings so you can grab them after the fact. Very cool. Very cool. All right. I have, uh, I think I've signed, I think I managed to sign up. I was having <laughs> uh, So I'm going to check that out. Uh, and everyone listening to the sound of my voice, you should also check that out. Um, thank you so much, Jenny, for being on. I really appreciate uh, all the wisdom you've dropped on us. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> all right, everybody, right now, you are probably hearing the groovy bridge music, and you may dance in place at will. And stick around uh, for whatever I'm going to say, whatever pithy fun thing I'm sure I came up with uh, right after this interview and I'll see you all on the other side. Hey, you're looking for a jump on your own indie author career, but kind of confused about where to start? I got the place for you. Check out Draft to Digital. That's where you're going to be able to convert your manuscript, distribute it worldwide online, and get help the whole way from the best author support there is. Trust me on this one. So go check out Draft to Digital at drafttodigital.com slash wordslinger. All right, that was my interview with Jenny Nash from uh, Author Accelerator. And again, I want to make sure you have the, I know we mentioned it a couple of times now, but go check out authoraccelerator.com slash summit to sign up for the week-long uh, summit in January. It starts January 20th. Uh, I don't get anything from that. There's no kickbacks or anything like that. That's not why I'm pushing it. I just like to make sure that you have all the stuff that you need to uh, to be awesome. Uh, which, you know, you don't need much, uh, cause you're here. No, so, uh, we are, uh, we're going to wrap up here in a second, but I, real quick, there's, uh, the things that are going on. I'm going to try to do a couple more episodes, uh, before the end of the year, but Christmas is Christmas. Uh, also, um, my wife, Kara is having a, uh, a surgery next week. So it's very unlikely I'm going to record on Friday. If I can't get the thing recorded before then, then there won't be an episode next week. And, uh, that's just the way life is. Uh, but I got other things kind of brewing. Uh, we got some webinars coming up. I got a webinar with draft to digital next week on, uh, December 12th. That's Thursday. That'll be 2 PM central time. So, uh, go to draft to digital.com slash live to, uh, 
RSVP and be a part of that. These are really good. You should definitely uh, tune into these. They're very good. And then the, the week following that on Monday at, I believe, I'm going to check my calendar real quick. I believe it's 2 p.m. Central, maybe 3 p.m. Central. Um, well, let's just check. Uh, on the following Monday, the 16th at 2 p.m. Central, uh, Roland Denzel and I will be doing a uh, webinar branded under Indie Author Blueprint. And you're going to figure out what that is uh, during that webinar. So tune in for that as well. There's no RSVP, RSVP for that one yet. Uh, what I would recommend is uh, if you are connected to me on Facebook, uh, and if you are not, you should give that a shot. Uh, but you'll see me post about this on Facebook as we get close to it. These are what I'm going to call pop-up webinars. <laughs> Because uh, we don't announce them ahead of time right now. We just want to see how they do with a nice organic audience. And they do pretty well. So uh, Roland and I are building some cool stuff you're going to want to be a part of as, as we grow that. And uh, the webinars are where we're, we're going to be talking about a lot of that. Answering your questions, helping you out. So that's two webinars coming up. The draft to digital webinar next Thursday, December 12th, 2019 at 2 p.m. Go to drafttodigital.com slash live for a D2D live webinar. You can RSVP from there. Um, that is going to be at 2 p.m. Central. And on the 16th, the following Monday at 2 p.m. Central, check out, check out me and Roland Denzel for the Indie Author Blueprint webinar uh, that will be on Facebook. So, whoo! That's a lot of stuff. Uh, so that should make up for there not being a podcast episode here and there. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to make sure we get those two though. So, hope you enjoyed this interview with Jenny Nash. I know I did. Um, and here's the a little secret here at the end. If you waited all the way to the end, a little something that I didn't tell anybody. Uh, Jenny Nash is actually the mother of someone that's going to be a future guest on the show who happens to work for BookBub. Now, here's the fun little game. You tell me who you think that is. Pop into wordslingerpodcast.com, send me an email from the contact page, and we'll see uh, We'll see if your guess is correct. Uh, you can also get on the mailing list there at wordslingerpodcast.com. What you're going to have to do, uh, I still haven't fixed this, uh, wordslingerpodcast.com, then click on the podcast button up top, uh, the Wordslinger Podcast link up top to, to actually get to the show page. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm working on fixing a lot of these kind of little things that are nagging at me. But uh, right now, for some reason, it's not pointing to the correct page. It's pointing to my homepage, and so that's where everything gets done. But go check that out. You can get on the mailing list from there. Uh, you can get on my author mailing list as well if you want to hear about my books. Uh, I don't mind at all. Uh, but uh, tool around on the site there. You might find some stuff you like. There's a lot of interviews there. Over 200 of them at this point. I believe this is number 202. I haven't haven't checked yet, but I believe that's that's correct. So, more episodes coming up uh, for sure. We are in our sixth season of the Word Slinger Podcast. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Well, actually, is it iTunes anymore? It's like <laughs> subscribe. I don't even think they make iTunes. Anymore. I don't even know how this works anymore. But uh, pop on over to the uh, Apple Podcast app, search for Word Slinger Podcast, and subscribe. Rate and rank the show while you're there. Give me a little review. I, I uh, don't push for these enough, but the reviews help other people's find other people find the show. Other people's find the show. 
Anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you got a lot out of it. Hope you're having a happy, healthy, safe holiday uh, season. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, for those who... uh, (laughs) I don't mind saying Merry Christmas. I I love Christmas. Uh, I also love the other holidays surrounding this era. This era, this era, this, uh, this time of uh, year. Um, and I hope that whatever you're doing, whatever you're celebrating, whoever you're celebrating with, it's filled with love and health and happiness. Just in case I don't see you, uh, before the, uh, end of the year or in, you know, shortly after the new year, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. God bless you. I hope to talk to you at least one more time between now and then, but just in case, and I will see you all next time. Wordslinger.